Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 249 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This week has been full of pools, new job stuff, and Tim says, fuck me. So Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Well, uh, this week kicking off, uh, we are drinking Fremont Lush IPA. Yes, I have a taste of my idea. I waited. Yeah, well... Cheers. Cheers. I like that. <clears throat> it's very good. I it's like got it a lot. nice zing at the end. Yep. Um, so this week, guys, this uh, going to sound like a repetitive like last week. I did. Uh, I swam in some pool and uh, just kind of waited around and got some cardio in that way because I didn't want to risk rolling an ankle or something for a job thing I had to do today. So, we hung out in the pool. It was warm outside. We did that. I love the pool for some reason. It's awesome. I think you're going to turn into an otter or some shit. Yeah. Or like a porpoise. I'll be like a, a, porpoise nose. a male maid. Male maid? Yeah, like a mermaid. Oh, okay. I have to yeah. see what you're doing now. Huh? Would that mean you wouldn't have a penis? Oh, but I'll be... Oh, I could, I could have a fish head with a penis. No, because like you're no, low, low, no, you're no. Low. I'm pretty sure the opposite. The boys go opposite, so I'll be a fish head. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like well, could, gills flipping but you all over the place. Swim for crap then, because your lower legs would be legs. Oh, that's true. I'd, you would not know. Mm, it'd be like it'd be a very challenging life. Yeah, I think you'd be like a Ken Smooth fish body. Yeah, mermaid. yeah, that, yep, exactly. Well, you already got a kid, so what does it matter? Exactly. Um, so. We also went to my wife's 10-year high school reunion. Yes. And that was interesting. So, not your high school, her high school? No, her high school. Okay. Did you know people, though? No. Well, that must have been fun for you. Yeah, so I met a lot of people because my wife's very shy and doesn't introduce to people. And she wasn't, like, in with the click it crowd there. So. so, you guys just kind of hung back? Hung back, and we found a table with, like, other people like us. Or, like, her, I should say. Uh-huh. Sat down, and I got to know all of them. <laughs> you should have. And then I started venturing outside of our table and you, meeting other people. You know what you should have done? What's that? Like, for real. You should have read Cards Against Humanity. With, oh, yeah. There was enough of us. And, like, played it with all the wallflowers. That would have been yeah, epic. That would have been epic. Um, so, they had a keg, and I was all super excited because we're in Portland. I'm like, yeah, sweet, kegs, Portland. Trying to be fucking Coors Light. So, they were just serving water. Basically. Yeah, so I could have drank the whole thing and just drove safely home. Well, you'd have to pee a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Driving safely is good. You shouldn't take that for granted. Exactly. So, uh, because it said bring your own beer, so we didn't know if there was going to be beer, period. Uh-huh. Um, we just brought a flask. Nice. So we were those people. We're like, so they have Coke here. And my wife's like, I want to get a root beer. So you like, grabbed a root beer and like, mixed some like whiskey in with that. And I just grabbed some ice off the top of the keg. I'm like, pour it. Pour my flask over the top of that. All right. Yep, we're the classy people. Um, I don't then, know if the options are Coors Light or that. I think you kind of were. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a total makeout party at the end of the thing. So that was cool. So you got into that? No. Like, we're like, you said makeout. Do you think it was like people like not with their partners that they brought making out? Oh, it was like people that came single. Oh. Yeah. I had this thing for you for 10 years. Yeah, so it was like my wife's ex-boyfriend is some random hippie chick. Oh, gross. Yeah. 
she was so drunk it was kind of embarrassing and it was only nine o'clock she was like and she'd been drinking like coors and she was like drunk off her ass well hopefully she still was sober enough to give consent i would hope so i think she started it so i think that instantly constitutes consent, it gets tricky right? though it gets tricky yeah, I'm not sure. Anyways, so then I did uh, some things for the new job, which we're not going to really go into, but that's all been clear. It's going well, right? It's going well. That's good. So I'm on my way out of the last current job. That's great. Not fast enough. Not fast enough. Um, Tim, what have you been up to? Um, We had a pretty epic Adventure Time Tuesday. Adventure Time! Come on, grab your friends! Me, 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 okay, now me. I have no ears. Variant! Turn it down. You, I gave you the headset that literally you can control it so I can go as loud as I want and it doesn't blow your ears out. Okay. That's better. Adventure time! Ah. Come on, grab your friends! You're still just like physically loud. I'm not wearing like noise-canceling headphones. So That's true. All right. I think um, they get the so point. It's if, Adventure if Time If any Tuesday. of you were trying to sleep through our podcast, sorry about that. Welcome you're, and you're, thanks for waking up. Yeah, you're, you're awake again. Wake up to me. Oh, no. I mean, I guess I have to at PAX. <laughs> Tim didn't have a choice. No. Um, Tim's going like, this is a nightmare every morning. I hate this. Give me coffee. <laughs> okay, so um, we got in the vehicle. This will be coming later, important later, the van that I had just serviced and gotten brand new brakes on. So, I felt- so if you're taking notes, Tim got into a van that had just been serviced yes. that we- Friday before. Yes. I wanted to make Less sure. Less than a week. I wanted to make sure it was roadworthy because we were driving like 150 miles round trip. So we started by going to um, Crown Point. Not which, Crown Royal, but Crown Point. Yes, there's the Vista House on top, which is like this little, it looks tiny. It's like an iceberg. It looks tiny from the top, but then there's like uh, subterranean things, like a really cool bathroom with marble. There's like a little museum down there, gift shop, coffee shop. What the fuck is it? It's like a, a viewing house on top of this point. Um, that overlooks the Columbia River Gorge. It's a really good viewpoint. Some chick was just like, I own this land. I'm putting a house here. There is a whole thing. It's not really a house. It's like a, a visitor, like a tourist visitor waypoint. Weird. Um, it fell into total disrepair at one point, And then like the city or the state bought it and like fixed it up. There's a whole thing about its funding. Like it was super expensive to build because nice. of where it was. And yeah, like people called it the $30 million bathroom or something. Cause that's yeah. About what it costs. Yeah, something like that. It was, yeah, it was, it was a big, big expensive boondoggle back in the day, but it's cool to visit. Uh, truly amazing view of the gorge. Probably the best view you can get without hiking. Nice. Um, just a you know panorama of like not a, not 100, 360 degrees, maybe 200 degrees. Um, really good view, though. So we did that, and we looked at and took pictures. and the, From the toilet? No, no, from the oh, top. Just checking. Top of the building. And Could uh, be the toilet. We drove a little ways down the old highway. That parallels the I- old Glen Jackson Highway. No, it's I can't remember what it's called. There's an old highway that parallels I-84, the main highway. Huh. But it's it it winds around and it goes past a lot of waterfalls, including Multnomah Falls. But we don't go there because we know better. Um, we went to. You don't go to Multnomah Falls. No, I'm not gonna say what falls we went to because I don't want tourists to know about it. Oh. I will say you went that to a non-touristy one. Yes, and you've seen the pictures, right? Yeah. Looks amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. You can literally park your car and then walk like. Point one mile on an easy path and boom you're under the waterfall that's cool and like that, up on it like under it like literally, yeah. literally you could take a shower in the waterfall like a lot of people take pictures there it's great for pictures hmm. um, you have to tell me where the hell this is i will um not it's not that hard to find and i've already given you a big clue that it's close to the beast house yeah um 
you can also climb to the top, and that's like two miles, pretty easy hike. That's not bad. But we had a lot to do today, so, or Tuesday, so we didn't hike that. Plus, right. I kind of burned my kids out on the hike the, the very first Adventure Time Tuesday this year. Um, so yeah, we did that. Right, you did. Got some pictures. They climbed around some rocks for some good pictures. They're good sports about that. Um, this douchebag, when it was, I, I handed my camera to my daughter because I wanted to climb this rock and get my picture taken, and this douchebag like runs up there with me. I'm like, and it's like there's etiquette, right? Like you, yeah. wait, you wait till someone's done taking their picture. Like, so did you take like a photo if you're wandering him? around the background, that's fine. Like I'm not expecting everyone to stay out of my shot. Yeah. But if I'm in a specific like outcropping and it's obvious that someone's taking a picture of me, why would you join me on that? That's yeah. Just not. Whatever. So you, were you guys each other's spirit animal for the rest of the day? No, I just. Did you push him off? No. Did of... he get out of your fucking photo? No, my daughter just like. Cropped him. No, she went to the side and kind of yeah, kind of cropped him, but I didn't go out, get the straight on shot. Anyway, it was just a weird thing that he did. Your daughter's like, "What do I do, Dad? What the hell?" So then I we went to lunch, and you really need to go to this place. It's in, um, the little town of Cascade Locks. Yeah, right next to the ice cream joint. There's a cup. Which ice cream joint did you go to? The one that has a fucking like ten foot tall ice creams. Ten foot. Oh, I think we might think it's somewhere else different. Isn't it the one like right outside the Bridge of the Gods? There's one there, but that's like like on the main strip. Yeah. That's not where you get your ice cream. That's the wrong place. That's soft serve. Yeah, exactly. Soft serve. This is fucking tall, Tim. Yeah, I know, but it's soft serve. That's, but it's this fucking tall, Tim. That's gross. That's not where you get no, your ice cream. No, nope, that's where it's delicious. No, you get hard. No, nope, no, nope, I hate hard, hard ice cream. It's like a hard stool. Never good. There's something deeply broken about you. Okay, you can get your ice cream at the shitty place just because it's tall. Anyway. Exactly. And cheap. So the brewery, which is like right on the water, it's beautiful. Like a picnic They tables. serve ice cream at the brewery? No, but they have beer, which is better. Oh, well, I thought you were trying to tempt me in to get this ice cream. No, they I was beer. like, okay, you win. It has beer there. I'm going to get the ice cream. They have beer, good beer, and okay. food, more okay. importantly. They so where did you go to get your ice cream? That's later. Oh. Right now we're getting beer and food. Okay, beer and food. Gotcha. First one, beer of the day. One beer because I'm driving. Um, we had like chicken sandwiches and... It looked decent. It yeah. looked like good food. The view, honestly. The view is the best. The view is why you go there. And that is the Thunder Island Brewing or Brewery. I yeah, think. I haven't been there, but I've drove past you it You need times. to. It's, it's great. Um, the view. Like, even if you just have like a beer sampler. That'd be cool. I mean, the food is okay. The food is great. I mean, not my great. son will eat because the food my is son's not great. giant. The food is good. Good. Like, I wouldn't go just for the food. It's fine, though. There's nothing wrong with it. You'd go for the beer and then view. Yes. Absolutely. I still want to try their nachos. I haven't tried that. Um, so, we did that, and then we got back on the road. And I'm trying to remember if I'm skipping something. We drove a long way after that. I think we pulled over at one point just to, like, stretch our legs right when the scenery really changed. Um, at some point, it just turns, like, desert. Like, there's these yep. sweeping Eastern hills. Eastern Washington. Yeah. Well, you're actually still in Oregon at this point. Wow, well, Eastern Washington or and same, Oregon it looks, it looks turn the in the, yeah. There's like wind farms turns into a desert, and then we got to Mary Hill, and there is a replica of uh, Stonehenge out there. That's cool. Um, not is cr- it on the winery ground by it's, chance? No, it's close to it though. Okay. There's also a museum close to there by, but we were like have been driving a really long time at this point, and I knew I'd still have to get back. So I sort of regret not going to the museum, but considering what happened later, not really. So we played around the. Um, the Stonehenge for a while got some cool pictures. Is it really tall? I mean, you saw the pictures, right? Yeah. It's fairly impressive. Okay. Like, I was really hoping it wouldn't be under-impressive. 
It wasn't super impressive, but it but was, it was like worth it. I would say it met my expectations. Okay, cool. Um, if you're in the area, it it was a it was a drive. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's something I've always wanted to check out, and um, I'm running out of things to show the kids that I haven't shown them already. Um, yeah. So that was cool. So in the long drive back, we stopped again in Cascade Locks this time for ice cream. It's like a 50 style diner. The place we go, I don't remember the name of it. Hard ice cream. I had um, like. Uh, blackberry and cream nice and salted caramel is it all made there it's it tastes very i i don't know the answer for that but it tastes um tastes good yeah i'm gonna say like homemade it doesn't taste like baskin robbins it tastes okay. like it was made like in a small batch fairly recently okay cool um it tastes better than baskin robbins sweet so we are almost like to home zone at this point we are in troutdale which is almost to the 205 bridge which like- is 40 minutes away. Yes. We hear um, ping, ping, ping underneath the van. It's my favorite like, sound. It sounded like someone like, like... Something flew off somebody's car and like just bounced underneath your car. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, huh. Well, I mean, you, you sometimes hit things on the road. So, I mean, there was literally like two or three pings starting on one side of the vehicle and then going underneath. So, I, I noticed that for sure. And then... I started hearing this hum coming, especially from the right side. I'm like, well, that's not good. But there's also like a big semi truck next to me, so I wasn't really sure it was me yet. Yeah. Um, but then, like, a car in front of me started slowing down a little bit. I tapped on the brakes. There's, I'm not going to replicate the sound, a hideous screech. Also, my car pulls a little bit. And I'm like, oh shit. You're like, oh, that hums me. Sweet. Now that hum, the bass hum, is not a hum anymore. It's a low screech. And every time I tap the brakes... It gets louder. The screech gets louder, and the pulling is way louder. I'm like, okay. You're like, fuck, I should have never hit my brakes. I didn't know if it was my tire, like something in like the axle, or, yeah. or like the struts, or not struts, shocks, I guess, in the case of my vehicle. Yeah. But something was wrong. Yeah. So I see the exit coming up in about... A mile. So I'm like, okay, I got a plan to get off there. Um, I actually had to kind of change lanes and dodge a vehicle because of the speed that other cars are going. And I, I, I know that every time I brake, it's risky. So I'm like really planning my brakes. I tried feathering. Feather didn't work. I just went for short bursts, like brake. Did you try emer- – oh, you don't have a center console emergency brake, do you? No, the emergency br- – it's not an emergency brake. It's a parking brake. It's a yeah. foot pedal on the left side, and you have to raise your foot up. It's not really viable. It's not an e-brake by any stretch. That was out of the question. I thought about dropping the transmission, but at the speed I was going, it honestly could have ruined the transmission. Very possible. But I was keeping that in the back of my mind if I had to. Yeah. If it's like between us stopping or not stopping, I'll ruin the fucking transmission. Yeah. So anyway, we're coming up on to the freeway exit. Was the freeway freeway exit at least raised? A bit that helps. So like you could like kind of just like not gas it. Oh, I was not gassing it anymore. But I, every time I brake, it was getting worse. My car was not only jerking to the left or right or whatever. Oh, the right, I guess. To right, yeah. I can't remember. Um, it was bucking. Like if I just put on normal brakes, I think, like, like in the movies where you flip the back up, that's what it felt like would have happened. Shit. So at the base of the on ramp, off ramp, whatever, I am at like forty something miles an hour. And I'm coming up to the intersection, and I'm like, I, I really don't want to break all the way. 
so I'm looking both sides. I'm like, can I just go through this light? And the answer was no. There was like too many cars. Like I could see that they could be going and it was not an option. So I had to brake fully at the top. Uh, that was really fucking bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was front fish tailing, if that makes sense. Huh? Cause it, it's, it's just a jerking to the right and you're trying to counteract. No, it's it going left. back and forth. Like oh, it was weird. shuddering and like making awful sounds. Came to a complete stop. And then you're like, I don't know if I can go again. Well, it was a bad spot to just to, to be in. So I did start again. I went really slow, like under 20, like 15. But like the car was jerking, like yeah. something was sticking. Um, so I just parked in the first parking lot off the freeway, which happened to be a Dairy Queen. Did you guys go in and get a Dairy Queen? No, we already had just had ice cream. Oh, wow. Um, called Triple A. They were on the way. I get out, look, and like there's a piece of metal like fused to the side of my rim. Yeah. The, between the caliper. It's like, like legitimately like welded fused. Yeah. And by the. It's like melted in. So like the caliper had come loose, the bolts holding it had fall, flying off. And like the caliper. Remember that? Ding, 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 ding. Yep. <laughs> and the caliper just wedged itself. It was making the wheel into a brake, which is not how it's supposed to work. There's a drum or a disc or whatever. Yeah. That's what it's supposed well, to grab. A drum or disc brake. It's a disc. Um, so it was. Yeah. So. I'd parked, like, I just basically, like, boom, there I am. I wasn't in the lines and nothing. But also, my front end was, like, I know how they tow people, and it was not ideal. So, like, after I called AAA, I got back in the car and turned it on, and I tried to just move forward a little bit to pull the front out so the tow truck could get to it. No. Not having it. I was pushing on the gas, and, like, it was kind of like when you put the emergency brake on. It was, like, stuttering? Not stuttering. Just, like, lurching forward but not going anywhere. Like, the the wheel was stuck. That hot metal had, like, solidified and basically just made a wedge. So, this just dawned on me. Yeah. It was on your rim, right? Well, inside the rim, yes. Yeah. Like, on the inside, but it was attached to your rim. Well, no. The caliper came loose and wedged into the rim. Yeah. And that hot metal. But if you took the rim off, that caliper would have came off. Probably I was going to mess with that. No, I was just wondering because now I'm curious. Like, if we would have taken your wheel off and we put the spare on, would it have drove? Oh, uh, it wouldn't have. Like, the brakes would have been fucked on that side. Oh. Uh, like, I, it would not have been safe true. to drive at all. I have AAA. Why am I going to do that? So, it took... Because, like, Tim, it sounds epic. Sure. It took the tow, took tow truck driver a long time to get it up on the rig because the wheel was frozen did he have like the little like awesome like thing where he jacks up your front end and it's like on free standing wheels no but he had these rubber things that look like sled runners so he was trying to basically make the front of my car into a sled like he, he wedged these uh, things. same principle as what i'm talking about basically right, but it took lots of adjustment he'd have to go and reach in my car and like spin the wheel because the wheels normally turn and make it pretty easy but yeah. the wheels were not turning while the one reel the other one would have if the other one would let it anyway long story short it took like three hours to get to the place did my brakes originally to drop the, the vehicle off yes and then you graciously came and picked us all up took us home and then i spent my morning today dealing with getting it all fixed and it's uh basically all fixed I mean, did you drive it here yeah oh. um is your rim like really fucked we can go look at it if you want yeah i do um they're gonna buy me a brand new uh wheel on that side and rim or just a wheel well i think a, you can't really get that's part of the wheel isn't it no I know. They're going to buy the part that's scratched. Okay. They're, you're, you're going to get a new rim. Yes. The tire tread will still be the they same. They knew I was pissed when I came in this morning. Well, yeah. No fucking shit. You almost just killed so, us. So I'm not going to name what place it is because they're doing the right thing. Um, but yeah, that was really fucking scary. I'm not going to name names, but Les Schwab. 
It's not Les I'm Schwab. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not going to name <laughs> names. Um, it's not Les Schwab. It's Larry's Tire Mart down on 37th. Sure. It's also not that. Um, if Larry has a tire shop mart down on 37th, that'd be pretty cool, though. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, we are all... S- it could have got so much worse. Oh, it could have been. My daughter could have been a disaster. My daughter's trying to say that she had a dream that we rammed a car ahead of us. We couldn't stop. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Her's being dramatic. But I don't know. I think she's being a dramatic teenager. Probably. But, but I'm you, glad. I'm super your son gl- was super quiet, but like he your daughter wor- was like he talkative. worries about stuff in general. Yeah, he's the kid that like has like the emergency plan. If this shit happens, this is what I'm doing. Okay, if volcano do this, if tsunami yeah, do uh, this. But he didn't have this. If tire seizes the fuck up. He doesn't know what to do. Well, so that's he's gonna be like, super oh, God damn it. Because he doesn't have any control. He's not driving. It's true. But It'd be more terrifying if he was driving. I think I did pretty good. I got it You off, did. And yeah, I'm really grateful we're all safe. So that's what happened to me this week. I was like swimming and all I get is like this text message. Call me when you get a second. I was like, Tim never says call him. What the fuck? <laughs> Instantly Sarah's like, he jumped back in the pool. I was like, I'm calling Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I should just do that randomly with like no reason just to make you worry. <laughs> I was like, there's something extremely terribly wrong. Tim says, call him. I mean, yeah, usually. Yep. So, you want to talk some news? Uh, yeah, let's talk some news. Oh, oh yeah. fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> Tim, we went to news Kickstarter. We ended the show, and we're back now with the news and porn. What kind of porn? Ninja porn. My favorite, my favorite. Exactly. Wait, you never you... see it happening. <laughs> That's kind of boring porn to watch. It's really terrible. Um, so, you know Ninja, the uh, you the the famous Twitch streamer. Who doesn't know Ninja? Exactly. Well, now he's a Mixer streamer. Yes. Exclusively. Yes. For an undisclosed amount of money. Quite a lot, probably. Probably in the millions. But what happened, which I didn't realize could happen, is that since he was a partner with Twitch, uh-huh. Twitch technically owns his channel. Weird. So, they have been using his channel for, like, um, which, A, this is kind of cool. They've been using his channel for, uh, like, smaller streamers. Mm -hmm. They don't have very many subscribers Mm -hmm. to try to get them, like, exposure. But, they've also been running porn advertisements on his Twitch stream. That's not so good. No, he's not very happy about that. No, I bet he wouldn't be. No. Because he spent all his time building his brand, and now they're just, like, using his channel to promote porn. Yep. Um, so our community comes to Twitch looking for live content to help ensure they find great live channels. We've been experimenting with showing recommended content across Twitch, including one streamer's page that are offline, Twitch CEO uh, Emmett Shear said. However, the lewd content that appeared on the offline channel page grossly violates our terms of service, and we permanently suspended the account in question. So basically, they found a lower-level twitch streamer who basically just streams porn and we're like without double checking what the fuck he streams we're like hey here you go it was probably just like sort of automatic i'm sure it is i I don't think these people actually knew that they were on tyler ninja's page right um um so they've also suspended these recommendations while we investigate how this content came to be promoted on a more personal note i apologize and want to apologize directly to ninja and that, th- that this happened. It wasn't our intent, but it should not have ever happened. No excuses. So at least Twitch is like f- front, facewardly, front, forwardly, like admitting wrong. Yes. But also Tyler Ninja is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like pretty- literally you just attached porn well, to my name. If, if he had any like 
reservations about going back, that's probably that door's closed. Yeah, that door is closed now. All right, for my next story, I want to do something risky and ask you to maybe play this audio. Okay. Do I need to load it? Yeah. Um, the second video? No, it's right. Video? One on our top. Right there. Okay. Here we go. Um, maybe. Okay, while you're doing it. <sighs> my son needs this. No, that's fine. Keep talking. This is an RX Pharmacy commercial. Oh, I love it. It's not that. porn, but. Oh, man. I know. It's old lady porn, basically. Okay, so. Ice T is a longtime fan of the Borderlands mm-hmm. franchise. Back in March, he himself started an internet rumor that he would voice a character in Borderlands 3. Oh, that's fucking sweet. The game's official Twitter account posted a joking reply, so it just became a matter of time. This all became official. What'd they say? What'd they say? Like, I don't... Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, fucking do for free or something. Do follow rank? I can do that. Here's the actual tweet from 2K or whatever. Um, so ha, 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 Ice Cube. Uh... Borderlands 3 um, replied to him and said, who would start a rumor like that? So, like, whatever. Just kind of, like, they acknowledged it, at least. Well, it's official now. Actor, rapper, and heavy metal co- band co-founder Ice-T is voicing a character in Borderlands 3. Ice-T plays the character Balex, an AI who is trapped inside a teddy bear. <laughs> um, so this is going to be released September 13th, which is pretty soon, and he'll be a teddy bear. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's see if you can actually hear some Ice-T. can't reach the head. Uh, just put me wherever I fit. <laughs> it's in his crotch. Yep. I'm in. I am trying not to look at your plush codpiece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 I get it. I look a little weird, but check out these weapons. Okay, that's cool. I think that. Nice rack. Can... Nice rack. I just like the idea that he's a... okay. He's a first. He's a little teddy bear. That's great. So, um, oh, I didn't. I'll I'll do the next one too. I guess. So I think a while back we talked about the fact that the tariffs with China was were going to raise prices on the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation Four. Well, I think someone complained enough. Oh no! No, it's not going to happen. The ten percent tax on video game consoles and other consumer electronics has been delayed until December fifteenth. Um, the Office of the United States Trade Representative announced today. According to our president, the purpose of the delay is to prevent tariffs from hurting the holiday shopping season. The next round of tariffs in the Trump administration's ongoing trade war with China is set to go off in November. It was set to go into effect September 1st, but following today's news, it will no longer include game consoles like the Xbox One, PS4, or Nintendo Switch. So that's good for this holiday season. And then we could just. Woo woo! After that. Then we're fucked. Yeah, PlayStation 5 is fucked. All right, you got the last story? I think you need to get the last story. Last story? Yep. Maybe $3 million can buy a spot on Do Not Swat List? Yes. Mm, Guess nope. what? Can't do it? No, I can't pay three, $3 million. Oh, I mean do the story. Oh. Uh, $3 million Fortnite $3 million Fortnite winner becomes the latest swatting target. What the we t- fuck? We talked about this kid last week. Yeah. So, Kyle Booga Drossdorf. <laughs> Sorry, that's just an unfortunate last name. Yep. Was streaming a Fortnite game late Sunday when he abruptly left his desk and abandoned the game with live stream still running. The cause? His father was coming to tell him that armed police were at the front door. Fortnite Bugda returned unharmed to the stream several minutes later. That was definitely a new one, he said. Um, I got swatted that the competitively, oh, that comparatively quick and peaceful resolution of the issue was in due part to sheer luck. I was lucky because the one officer, yeah, he lives in our neighborhood. That's it's fortunate. That's extremely fortunate. So, uh, 
Swatting's still a real thing, apparently. And this is a bunch of bullshit. It is. Like, I'm... Like, someone's gonna get killed. It's just not funny. The people have got killed. Right. So, and it's not fun. I don't know. So, fuck whoever did bullshit. that. Bullshit. Fuck whoever called the police on the guy just because your jealousy went through. Fuck million. the police! Man, I'm jealousy went $3 million, too, but you don't have to be an asshole. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's literally not your responsibility to worry about where the fuck that $3 million is going. Uh, better front door, I'm thinking. Like, a, like literally, maybe move and stop streaming. He's not going to stop. That's what he does. No, anyway. No, no. You want $3 million. Just get over it, dude. You're done. All right. So, move on from news. Do yeah, some, tech uh, talk. Let's do some tech talk. I'm everywhere. All right. Let's see if we can hear this. Oh, yeah. What the hell is that? Sounds clicky as hell. It's a little box I'm holding. Um, what would you compare the size to? Um, like a little bigger than a box of Tic Tacs. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, a square instead of a rectangle. Yeah. Like if a Tic Tac box was a square instead of a rectangle. Yeah. Um, so the clicking you're hearing is the magnets that keep it shut when I'm not using it. That's the charging box for my Mizone earbuds. Um, I tried to back these on Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter was taken down because the company already had a, a different wireless earbuds. And Kickstarter thought that that meant that they weren't making a new product. But this design is completely new, and it's a really good design, in my opinion. So this little box opens up and closes super simple thanks to the magnets. Um, it's got a little nylon loop. Um, so when the box is open, you can actually put that loop around something. And then when you close it, it'll just kind of hang there, like if on your bag or something. And the magnets are strong enough, I feel like it would be relatively secure, unless you bumped into something. Um, there's also magnets on the inside. I don't know if you can hear this. That's the earbuds actually snapping into place to the charging port. Okay. So, um, so the box charges the earbuds. The earbuds themselves are, hold a charge for a reasonable amount of time, um, and then the whole box can be charged either with a cable directly into it, or it supports wireless charging, which is super convenient. I have a little wireless pad. I just set it down. Did it come with a wireless pad? There's a ten dollar add on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I think Me? it's. And fuck with your earbuds. So the earbuds have little lights on the side and all that. They fit pretty well. They don't stick out as much as AirPods. Um, what I really love about them, though, is they're independent. So I can just put one in and listen to... It just syncs with just one? It'll sync with just one. Um, if you pull them both out, they sync to each other. And then you get stereo. Um, they have decent bass. Um, and I really like them. How oh, long have they lasted? I haven't let them go all the way down yet. Oh, okay. Um, because the box makes it so damn convenient to charge like constantly. Yeah. You just have to charge the box, and then it charges them. Yeah, but the box would support multiple charges of the earbuds. That's fucking sweet. Um, so, yeah, like, after they got kicked off Kickstarter, they went to Indiegogo. I forgot to mention that. They got kicked off Kickstarter? Yes, because they the company already had different ear, like, wireless earbuds. That, but, like, you had to see these things. Like, they were clunky and weird looking. Like, I don't know. They didn't look nearly as neat as this. But it was enough, close enough to Kickstarter. I was like, you already have wireless earbuds. You're not making something new. And like okay, well then they they're uh, like oh, well I guess we'll they went to Indiegogo they got plenty of funding and they put these out pretty fast they were really great about updates they showed all the dies they're making for the case and they showed the parts and the factory and like and then they came out like in like three or four months after the Indiegogo closed that's cool as hell so I got this really plain package in the mail from China or whatever you were like what did I order now and I was like I have no fucking like literally idea. from the outside I could not tell what it was. Um, but yeah, they're great. I love them. I hope they last a long time. That's the thing with wireless stuff and battery, the tiny batteries. You never know how they're, they're a little, 
the light inside. That's Tells cute. me how charged the box is. Cute. It's very cool looking. Um, sorry, y'all can't see it. How much is it again? When I backed it, it was eighty dollars. I say it's gonna be more when it's out to the general public. Damn. I would guess it goes for a hundred, maybe one hundred twenty. I would say it's worth a hundred. If they hit a hundred, I'd be very interested. If, that's what if I'd spent a hundred on this, I would not feel ripped off. Sweet. But I'm very happy with it for eighty. Yeah. No shit. So yeah, that's my me zone. Um, I think that's all it's called. It's great. Sweet. So it's and like, it's also like a technically like a kick it back level. It was. It sort of got disqualified. Well, I mean, we talked about all we sorts of. We talked about different. Ca- we haven't talked about an Indiegogo in a while, but they we have. Yeah. I almost had a, a GoFundMe I wanted to show you this week. Oh yeah. No, I might show you on the break. Okay, sounds good. Well, uh, it does sound like break time. It's time for. I'm break. not a beer. That's why it's break time. Yeah. So we'll be right back, guys. And we are back. Tasty shoes in hand. Tim, what are we drinking second half? We are drinking Ace of Spades from Hopworks Urban Brewery. And I just lost my place. Here it is. Ace of Spades, Hopworks Urban Brewery, IPA. It's an Imperial Double, 8.6 ABV, 100 IBUs, and cheers. Thanks. I literally just cheers to your crotch because you couldn't be bothered to hold up your glass. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm cheersing. That cheers. was That was awkward. Cheers. I, I literally... Knocked Tim's glass. never cheers my crotch before, but now he does. He likes to cheer my crotch. Yeah, we've crossed that threshold. Yep, we have. Right before packs. You ready, Tim? Mm-hmm. Let's kick it. All right, Tim. Yes. We're going to kick it off this week with a legacy. I can't see what the name of this is because I've already got the video loaded. It's called John Downing Legacy. You know who he is? He's a British photojournalist. John what? Downing. He's been a photojournalist for 50 frickin' years. Here we go. Longer than I've been alive. There are long, boring jobs, you know, where you just sit all day listening to people babbling on, and all you can take is Me, pictures of them talking. Exactly. But this particular party conference turned out a, a big success for me, although at other people's expense, I have to say. It was um, about 10 to 3 in the morning, and I was about to pack it in, had a few drinks, and I was chatting to a young couple at one of the tables when the bomb went off. Wow. That got really deep all of a sudden. Yep. So I bet he's got some stories in 50 years. He does. So uh, back on the way out of Kickstarter, so i got to go back in again. Um... This is a book celebrating the photojournalism of John Downing. So it's going to be a book. It's based out of London, UK, 29 days ago, 188 backers. They're looking for 9,644. How are they're they doing? already at 13,488. Nice. So uh, some of these awesome photos, he has like Muhandi uh, fighters in Russian invasion of Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Um, he has Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, poses for a regiment picture with the Irish guards on St. Patrick's Day. And she's like looking around, like at all these like military people, like smiling before the photo's taken. Like she's not like she's not like the prim and proper queen mother. Mm-hmm. She's like looking around, like this is really cool. I mean, that probably was a big deal because there's a lot of tension between Ireland and England. Yeah. So he has some other really ones like families living on a giant rub- uh, pile of rubbish in uh, Brazil. Okay. He has a uh, he has an original photo of Mother Teresa. Nice. Uh, the Beatles at the Sgt. Pepper album launch. 
just because of his job, like he's gotten to be like around like a lot of cool people and see some cool things. That's, so that's kind of neat. This gets really dark here. Uh oh. A landmine victim in hospital yeah. in Bosnia. Yeah. It's a little boy. Aww. Um, he gets. A, uh, you might know who this is, Sophia Loren. Yeah, she's an actress. Oh, that's French cool. Actress. Yeah. Well, he got invited to her private apartment in Paris. Nice. Took a photo over there. The Queen during the state opening of Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, inside the Kampala prison. Okay. Uh, a mother holding her dying son, who was a believed to be a Chernobyl victim. Oof. Um, also a Afghan warrior, which is really cool. This is before like before our time, Afghan warrior. Yeah. Um, like an older gentleman. Yeah, you look at his eyes. He's seen some shit. Yeah. A Russian tank enters Cabal. Uh, Rwandan refugees. Uh, inside the Grand Hotel, Brighton, seconds after the bomb exploded. So this is literally a photo right after the bomb exploded. Wow. Which I don't know which bomb that would be, but. Yeah. Um, uh, just some really cool ones. Like Prince Andrew shares a joke with fellow helicopter pilots. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like a <laughs> right. like a London like a UK full, full yeah. body laugh. And uh, my favorite one right here is Princess Diana leaving the hospital with her newborn Prince Harry, and she's got this smirk on her face, like "fuck you, Prince" or like uh, "royal family." I'm at a hospital taking my baby, which was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. No babies of royal blood had ever been born at a commoner's hospital before Prince Harry. Nice. So there's like a big old smirk, like a big old fuck you to the royal family. Yep. And speaking about fuck yous, there's a skinhead arrested in South End, and he's doing a peace sign, and he's got like just he That's just not looks a peace sign. That's a middle finger. No, he's got two fingers. I thought that was a middle finger too until I said that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're he's right. got. Peace it looks sign. like a middle finger. Yeah, it's weird as shit. That's um, a pretty good job, dude. Getting a middle finger to look like or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, if you guys are interested, they're gonna be making this into a book. Uh, a number one unsigned copy uh, is give me thirty bucks. A signed limited edition of one hundred and five left is give me forty eight dollars. The big granddaddy of them all, two out of two left, nine hundred sixty four is a corporate sponsorship. Your company logo will be prominently displayed on page two, facing the title page, and an acknowledgement plus ten signed copies of Don or John Dowling Legacy plus a set of Four ten by eight, fold reward prints. Mm, okay. So, kind of cool. Tim, what do you got? All right, we're gonna do something I don't know if we've ever done before. I'm gonna share a Kickstarter that hasn't launched technically today. By the time you hear it, it will. It's launching tomorrow as we record. Hmm, I don't um, think we've done this before. It's this is chicory. I don't know if I feel comfortable with this. It's literally I feel launching a little t- bit violent, like violated. Like just, I can't even get in on this just, yet. Just like, relax. I can't get deep. Just relax. Just relax. Unclench. It'll be all okay. Why don't you play the video? Because I'm not sure there's sound or not. Oh, it'll be sound, but I don't know if there's like narration. So this is uh, Chicory, a colorful tale. You're a dog wielding a magic. Gonna drop the bombs a little bit. Um, you are a dog wielding a magic paintbrush. You use color to explore, solve puzzles, and make friends. This is from the creators of Wandersung and Celeste. Um, so basically, the whole you world. You played both of those. I have not played Celeste actually. Oh. I played Wandersung. Um, and I've actually played the demo of this. So, like, this kind of cataclysm happens and the world becomes black and white. And you get this magic paintbrush, which um, you can... It's pa- like watercolors, almost. Yeah. So when you paint things, things happen. Like, you can change, like... Like, blood oh, splatter all over the place. Right, but it'll also make, um, like, new ways open up. Or, like, you, you can play two-player. Um, 
through local co-op. You can change the color. You can you can you can sit there and paint the whole screen, or you can just paint what you need to do to progress. There's also sort of different puzzles involving colors. Um, I like the line art. It looks kind of like one of those adult coloring books you get, where yeah. the, or like the lines are all colored in, like not colored in, but there's like thick lines that you can color within. Yeah. Um, and the paintbrush is sort it's of like coming twenty twenty something. Right. So, like I said, this is not live as we're recording, so I can't tell you how much it's backed. But it's going to be 30 days, and then they're looking for $30,000. Um, okay. And yeah, it's a very, it's a nice, cute, puzzly game. Like, I would, I like the fact that it's co-op. Um, I'd like to try to maybe play that with my son. It's, it's just lighthearted if you're looking for, like, a non-violent game. Since, you know, all us video gamers are apparently... One step away from being mass murderers. Um, that's Chicory, A Colorful Tale from Greg Lobanov. He's the guy that biked across America and made Wander Song. Nice. He's a cool dude. Sweet. Um, we will probably see him at PAX, or at least I will. Nice. What's your next Kickstarter? Uh, Q Mike. Q has a mic? Q has a mic. That's good, because yeah. he podcasts, so he needs a mic. Exactly. So this is opt- he uh, went out and he optimally designed for all types of content creators, so I'm going to let them talk about it. Okay. We often need several different microphones for each recording project. Now this is the mic you've been looking for. Portable size. Multiple colors. Shit, do we need this? Friendly Shut design. Up. Maybe. And a dial to change modes. <laughs> ASMR mode. <laughs> Q-Mic, the best microphone for creators. Q-Mic is flexible I want to make ASMR videos modes. just for you. Omni-Mode captures sounds from all directions. From this my mode anus. is perfect for live streams and vlogs like this. Directional Mode. Directional Mode captures sound in front of the Q-Mic. Use this mode to record interviews, product reviews, musical performances, or even concerts. You can even change the mode in the middle of a shoot. Focus on the sound. ASMR mode picks up the subtle and more delicate sounds. Q-Mic is compatible my voice. with all devices with a 3.5 millimeter jack. Making content easier for everyone. I'll photo Q-Mic. How much is it? I honestly don't know. The little I would I would mess around with ASMR mode way too much. Forty three days ago, two hundred sixty six backers. They're looking for ten thousand US dollars or thirty one thousand five hundred thirty one. Okay. It's out of uh, Newport Beach, California. Reward levels: eighty nine dollars gets you one Q mic. Not bad. A windshield, a tripod, a mini tripod, a smartphone mount, and four cables. Oh, all that stuff? All that stuff. That's for a 89 decent, bucks. decent package. For 57 bucks. Or 57 left. Uh, after that, it gets you up to the one single pack. It's identical. It's 99 so an extra 10 bucks. Gotcha. Big granddaddy of them all. Um, oh, there's already one. A super early backer was 79 There was only 150 of those available. That would have uh, been nice. For the big granddaddy of them all is the... Uh, 20 times mega pack 
It is seventeen hundred and eighty dollars. Why would you need twenty of these? It's twenty. Twenty. Just think of all the ASMR videos you can make, Tim. Sure, I'll just put one in every corner of my bathroom so you can hear all of the glorious poops. Yeah, that works. Um, if you have a friend, it is literally one hundred ninety bucks for two of everything. So uh, yeah, yeah I, not I really. I think that we great could probably deal. share one of these. Probably. If we really wanted it. Exactly. When does it get supposedly? Like when you, if you back it, when does it get? When do you get it? When do you get it? Yes. Um, let me check that out for you real quick. It's not gonna be time for packs this year. I guarantee you that. Oh, of course not. Um, it ships anywhere in the world, and there's December two thousand nineteen. Wow. Okay. So. Ambitious. Yes. Very so, ambitious. Well, speaking of ambitious, my next ambitious poops of ASMR. My next Kickstarter is from a successful. It's full of ambition and poop. From ASMR. They were very successful in their last one. It's also Switch related. Their first one was a Switch related. Their first, Switch it up. Their first Switch Kickstarter it up. we featured, it was the um, Bluetooth adapter so you could like, listen like to the earpods I just talked about right. um, wirelessly on your Switch. You just snap it in the USB port, USB-C port in the bottom. Um, and they were very well funded and they put their stuff out and they seem to be pretty professional about everything. So this is Genki, the covert doc for Nintendo Switch created by Human Things as their second project. Um... Let's go ahead and let them talk about it before we talk about how well it's doing. At Human Things, we believe in elevated play experiences. And nothing should get in the way Pretty of sure that. Pretty sure this is copyright music, bro. Last year, we launched the Nintendo's Genki Bluetooth Audio Adapter. Freeing your Nintendo Switch from the tyranny of tangled wired headphones. This time, nah, we're setting the, the dock screen so that every television is your play. Yeah, it is. We love playing games on the big screen, whether it's epic boss fights, memorable couch co-op adventures, or even the occasional rooftop party. But the dock and its charger are too bulky and too fragile, and only the most dedicated of us have ever unplugged from our living room TV. Hey man, can you bring a dock? No, I didn't bring it. I got this. So you guys can see the video. This thing is like literally the size of like. Not gonna lie, they might hit him for copyright just for looking like. Ten times smaller than the original docking charger. To achieve this, we kept all the functionality and got rid of the bulk, so you don't ever have to think twice about packing a dock again. This thing can do it all. The secret. We use gallium nitride to deliver a more efficient and reliable charger in a compact package without compromise. We didn't just make the Cobra dock smaller. Did they we just say they made up a word to everyday make this smarter? That fits Probably. into your life. We're all gamers, but sometimes life gets in the way. Obviously, it charges your switch, but we also support the latest PD standards. So that means we can charge your smartphone and tablet more than twice as fast. It can even charge many laptops, including the latest USB-C standard MacBook. So it's got a decent amount of amps coming out of it. Yeah. So it looks like a charging brick, like your typical like in the wall. Anywhere there's a screen, it's another opportunity to share the fun when you have the time. And when you don't, it even gets you through your busy workday. They did just Jack Mario Kart song. We'll like sample. We share some quality time with your loved ones. We sample a lot of things here. I'm not judging. Big screen gameplay is no longer tethered to your living room. I could literally just do it for seconds. 
this goes on for a little longer. Let's go ahead and uh, pause it here. So whether you're bonding over a new game. So you guys can't see, obviously, but the form factor is like really small. It's like literally like a charging brick that you put your lightning wire or USB cable yeah. into, like into the wall. So it's got three little slots. Um, I can't remember all three now. HDMI, USB, and something else. There are three, I think. USB, HDMI, and USB-C. Yeah. Um, so they were looking for $50,000. They have 30 days to go. They have 13,633 backers, and they are currently at $896,874. They're like $100,000 away from a million dollars. Jesus Christ. So I got in on the early bird. Actually, originally I didn't. Um, the early bird all went pretty fast, but I waited because I've seen this happen before. People chicken out and they cancel their pledges. Um, so the early bird became available again um, with 13 slots. I guess I'm just like so confused. Why would somebody like back out of this shit? I don't know. Like their bills are high that month or gotcha. they're like, oh, maybe I don't actually need this. this is cool. But I, I always play my switch at home anyway. I don't know. Like I went back and forth on like, no, I really want this. Um, Bring in the packs for us. I won't get it in time. God damn it, Tim. Well, okay. Literally. The project will be funded on September 13th. That's after PAX. Well, this is a bunch of bullshit. Email them right now. Whatever. We know you're going to get funded. It's fine. Send us one. We're taking it to the PAX. There are other portable docks we could get if you really, really want one. I mean, I have one sitting up right there, but it's fine. You don't trust it. I just don't game with my Switch up here. I hate this TV. Well, you do need a different TV. Exactly. This TV is shit. Okay. If you were lucky like me, you got it at $49. Um... And then there's a global one, too, which is $10 more. It's like basically if you're like in Europe or Japan or you want to travel uh, okay. with like all the different plugs. Um, so the standard, like if you didn't get the early bird, is $59 for the dock, which is still $30 cheaper than the big bulky dock. So, yeah. And then the, the global one is uh, $70 or $69. Nice. Nice. Um, that's it. That's all the levels are. Cool. Um, I think I think it's a cool looking product, and I'm excited about it. You want to talk about video games? Let's talk about video games. All right, I got the Black Widow. Yeah, tell me about the Black Widow. So the Black Widow is like a Ouija board on your screen. You guys probably can hear this right now. It's creepy music. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for internet connection. And so this this woman, there's, there's like a face on top of your Ouija board. Yeah, so here I'll hit, she doesn't I'll look hit, happy. I'll hit goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Bye, creepy. All right. So it's believed that the photograph on my screen is a captured soul. The spirit of the woman in this photograph has been trapped in time. When connected with this talking board, you can communicate with her spirit. Ensure that the talking board is connected to the internet to reach across the spirit world. Hmm. You can ask the spirit what she mentions. Pay attention to the key names and facts. Use the letters to enter your spirit words and press yes to pass them on. If you wish to remove a letter, press no. When the spirit sends you a message, the numbers will highlight. Press the number to ex- ask, access that message. Then press yes to play it. You can pause the message by pressing no. Okay, anyways, that's how you play the game. We're going back in, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go talk to this lady and see if she knows anything about podcasts. It's We are connecting to the uh, eternal internet right now. It okay. crosses in between... I like the idea of a, a Ouija board fixed to the internet. That's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. Like, like if I, if you and I died, this would be perfect. Yeah. We'd be connected through the internet. Dude, imagine an AI Tim and Zach like podcasting forever. Oh my god, yes. 
All right, so did you ask her about podcast yet? No, I'm trying to figure out how to do that. That is one thing. Um, so you're typing in the letters. I am. Apparently she didn't like the word podcast. She's not doing anything. Or she's thinking. Maybe she's thinking. You should type in the word murder. I'm just submitting mur or podcast to her. Okay, let's type in murder. Murder. Um, I know I spell murder. I'm just helping the audience follow along. She doesn't want to talk to you. Okay, so I know she'll talk to me by typing guilty. Do that. I would think murder would have worked too, but alright. I like the music. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, right? Mm-hmm. G-U-I-L-T-Y. Guilty. See, it disappears above her head. Wait, why is she not talking? She usually talks. Maybe your internet is haunted. Well, this is bad. It's not working. I want her to talk to us. Talk to us, ghost lady. Oh. I'm not an evil exhalation, which oh. can arise in the night and defy prison walls and prison roofs. I have been tried by 48 jurymen, and 36 of them were unable to find me guilty. The fourth verdict is now said to be more overpowering than the three other verdicts. But even so, from that standpoint alone, better there be a mistake on the side of mercy than to hang a woman with such doubt hanging over my case. So now we're going to type in hang. Was that one of the highlighted words? There was no highlighted words. That's the bitch about this game. You just have to kind of guess? Yep. Okay. Not Hans. Not hand. That's hang. Hang. I'm just giving a shit. I'm going to type in guilty again. We're going to go back here. So she gave you me three messages for hang. Or for considering guilty. the impact on my children, is not the penalty too harsh? For the sake of my children, I think the extreme penalty of the law should be reduced to a lesser punishment. Let my innocence appeal on my behalf. So who Do is this lady? Do not break their already saddened, sorrow-stricken... Goodbye. Um, so... It's kind of difficult... Um, it like popped up for one second and then now it's gone. So she was like a, she was like, she was tried as a murderer back in like the 1800s, okay. like in the UK. Cool. Um, and I'm, I'm just trying to get my grasp on it. I do have a steam key for it. Maybe it'd be better on steam. Maybe they um, haven't developed the mobile version as much. Maybe you should try it on steam. Yeah, maybe it, it's a little bit pain in the butt on mobile. I will say, but it looks promising. And I will keep reporting back. I'm going to keep trying it. So Sweet. What do you got, Tim? You got uh, a backbone? I do have a backbone. What? Um, this um, is actually a game that we could see at PAX and several venues. And I'm trying to book an appointment right now. So it's a, it's interesting. It's a side-scrolling point-and-click adventure game. Meaning, like, you literally just go, like, back and forth. So you don't, like... Like most adventure games, you like go to all these different directions. This one's yes. like it's like a side-scrolling. It's weird, and you're like a raccoon, and like so you're rock raccoon. All the all the characters are animals, and it's super CD. I sent you a bunch of pictures while I was playing. The game's got a great sense of humor. Like everything, like is super CD and underworld and like dirty. Like there's like these 
bars and dens of oh and the drug the my favorite is the drug in the game um what monkey butt monkey butt drug it's drug drug can get high on monkey butt so it's it's really cool it's weird um it's also strange in that you control everything with the keyboard and i'm not used to that huh so like the arrows is fine and then the e to like do things and then you click crouch you can run and they're all different keys so i'm not used to playing that way that's cool so that's making me stretch a little bit um the art's kind of pixely but not like um not like 8-bit it's just hard to describe it looks cool though i showed you pictures didn't i no i totally did you totally did not totally did i'll show you later um but i've been playing that a little bit then i rented um a game i've been interested in and i'm glad i rented this one honestly because i don't think i will um finish it oh yeah that was uh yep you just showed me a photo that's a one of the packs yep yep but like how would you describe the graphics like they're pixely but not like yeah i don't know not 8-bit it's, it's not 8-bit um it looks cool i think um i'm gonna read you a quote that i sent zach's because i thought it was funny yeah word this thing's the new shit perhaps a little bit figuratively than one might wish stinky thing they're talking about um monkey butt the, the drug fuck? yeah monkey butt Here's a picture of the bouncer, and you get a dialogue choice. Bouncer says, get the fuck out. Your dialogue choice is okay. <laughs> there's, there's no other dialogue choice. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Um, so I really like the sensibility of this game. Um, I'm going to keep playing the demo. I'm I'm kind of hung up on one part. I know what I need to do, but like, I think the scripting is a little off because like things happen so fast. Like You have to rush over. And I haven't been able to successfully do the three things in order before other things happen. I'm being vague. But basically, it doesn't give you enough time to do what you need to do, in my opinion, for this part. Or Weird. Or maybe there's an element of randomness because there's like characters moving around. And you just have to get lucky or know how they move. But it's tricky. It needs to give you a little more grace period to get done what you need to get done. That sucks. Yeah. So, it's still in development. So, that's cool. Um, but I really love a sense of humor and the 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 style of the game okay back to wolfenstein um new blood so is this the one that you were sending me the videos of like the little girls like laughing (laughs) i killed a nazi yeah so it's bj blasco's twin daughters and it's set in the 80s um there's a really cool intro i'm glad i rented it just for the intro where he's training one daughter how to like shoot and have situational awareness around her while the other daughter's being trained by the mom she's like punching she's like really tired and wants to quit and, like, the mom's like, no, I can't quit because the minute you quit, like, she comes up behind her with a, a branch that looks like a knife. She's like, then you die. And then, like, it's really cool. That's cool. It's, like, cool parent moments. And then it flashes forward a little bit. And, like, their dad, BJ Blasquez, is missing. And they're in France. And, like, they go to the French resistance. The French is like, who the fuck are you? Like, we're Nazi killers. And they basically lie because they never actually killed anyone. They're, like, 15 or 16. They're pretty young. Yeah. And so, like, well, you have to prove yourself to us first. And then we'll let you try to find your dad. And they send him on a mission. So... What makes this game different than the previous games in the Wolfenstein, the, the current Wolfenstein series, is that it's two-player. And you can either play uh, online with a random or a friend. And if you buy the Deluxe Edition, your friend can play for free. You were telling me about that. Which is intriguing to me. Um, or if you just play by yourself in a closed room, it gives you an AR character, which is decent so far. That's cool. Um, you can revive each other. You have three shared lives. If you go down, the other character has to come revive you. Or if you both die, you're fucked. You lose a life. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the way the 
weapons and, and skills level up so far. And I'm also not a fan, like, different, like, all the enemies, instead of just, like, health bars, they have, like, armor and, like, different colored, like, energy shields. So certain guns will knock those shields down. And I'm just not quite a fan of that style. I think, like, uh, Destiny does that, where you need certain weapons to knock out certain shields. I just want to shoot fools. Yeah. I just want to... That's dumb. And the previous Wolfenstein games have been all about just, like, gun, Killing guns shit. blazing. And, yeah, some enemies will have armor, but it's kind of armor just kind of blows off, like, no matter what you're using. Huh. So, I like... Lame. I, I'm glad I tried it out. The other, the other thing that's different about this one is a lot of jumping. And they are... They've got, like, these nano power suits so they can, like, jump up high. And, um... It's cool. It's a cheaper than normal games, like $30. So, when this... That's be- cool. When this becomes, like, on discount thing, I might pick it up. But I think I'm done for now. And I'm glad I rented it instead of buying it day one. So, it's Wolfenstein New Blood. Did you finish it? No. I just played a couple hours. Okay. Um, shot some people in a blimp. Cool. Yep. So is that it for this week, Tim? Yeah. Let's not talk about games coming up because we got enough games to play already. We got a lot of pack shit coming up here pretty soon, We too. do. Oh, my God. We're going to talk so much games to you guys. You're going to be sick of it. Yeah. And I'll actually have some games I've played. Yeah, I know. I think this year I might just actually just travel like and try to hit every single one inside the Indie Mega Booth. That would be cool. Just like document it all. Like say, fuck appointments. I'm hitting every single Indie Mega Booth. Hmm. Okay. That's an interesting idea. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Uh, it would take a while. I mean, I have five days. There's also, I think it's Friday and Saturday, they have the indie mini booth in front that of the would mega booth. That would suck. That's going to suck for me. But <laughs> Unless you start on Saturday. Well, no. If I just do, like, say, fuck it. This is all I'm doing the whole entire time at PAX. I mean, you'd have a lot of games to recommend to me. I would like that. Yeah, I might do this. This is an idea that just popped up in a beer-induced coma. That's great. So, remind me of this tomorrow. Sure. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I'll probably remember it. I've only had two beers, but still. Well, I mean, this was a double. It's true. So it's three beers. Sure. All right. Sounds good. Tim, you ready to get out of here? Let's get out of here. All right. Sounds good. You get to... What was that? That was uh, me stumbling over my words. You guys can check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Get Nazi's brains in your mouth. Yeah.